uh, News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the News Talk giant in North Alabama. We're glad you're with us here on Right Side Radio. I'm your host, Phil Williams. I like to say that we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. So, yeah, thanks for tuning in. I uh, hope you're enjoying the show so far. we got plenty more where that came from. Hey, Copper, I think you've got something. I'll just go ahead and throw it to you. What you got? That's right. Are you sick of sitting behind a desk, ready to take on a challenging new career? Then talk to Be Dry Alabama. For over 60 years, homeowners have trusted Be Dry for waterproofing and foundation repair. Be Dry is growing fast here in Huntsville and wants hardworking men and women who model integrity and professionalism. Every team member is highly trained, licensed, and insured. Be Dry offers great benefits like pay time off, health insurance, and more. Apply online now at BeDryAlabama.com to qualify for a $500 signing bonus. That's BeDryAlabama.com. Make sure you tell them Copper sent you. You do that so well. You did, that was just like, that was so professional. I like it. That was, <laughs> that was good stuff. Hey, listen, we got, uh, we, got, we got plenty of stuff going on here right now. And um, I, I think that last segment, uh, John Wall is, uh, is making a dent, I think, already uh, in his tenure as the chairman of the Alabama Republican Party. And they, do, uh, they are folks like he are elected by, by the membership statewide. Uh, and um, the, the, the meetings occur, uh, what, I think, two, three times a year. And, uh, and he was duly elected by the larger body of uh, Republican executive committee members and is already, I think, proving his worth. Um, and his, uh, his predecessor, Terry Lathan, is also a friend. Uh, I, I enjoyed having her on. Probably need to have her on the show at some point in the near future. But, but we are trying to reach Democrats, and I want to make sure you all understand that. You know, when we, when we take phone calls, you don't have to agree with me. All right. When when we when we open up a segment, please understand we're reaching for more than one uh, direction on the discussion. And uh, are we a conservative? Yes, we are. Uh, do we tend to lean Republican because that's the more conservative of the two major parties? Um, yes, we do. But the reality is, for instance, I have great respect for State Representative Chris England, who is the chairman of the Democrat Party. And I'm of the mind. Here, here's a theory that some of y'all are going to balk at. Am I a Republican? Yep. Was I an elected Republican for eight years? Yep. Have I been long been a member of the uh, Etowah County Republican Party where I was the chairman? Yep. In fact, while I was chairman, we flipped the entire county. Ain't no Democrats left. But then also uh, a member of the state executive committee. My own father was the finance director for state uh, or for uh, uh, Governor Fob James. All said and done, runs deep in my family, my blood, my beliefs. However, I am of the mind that in the absence of true competition, the Republican Party gets fat and lazy. And so while I don't want to see us give away the farm, what I don't also want to see is having no competition because then there's no reason to have to do anything to prove your conservatism. And you forget who you are. And like I said, you just get fat and lazy. So the, the interesting dynamic here is if the Democrat Party has their act together, the Republican Party is better because we rise to the level of our competition. Right now, it is so freaking easy to be a Republican. I had a guy one time when I was party chairman in my county who called me one day, and he wanted to run for county commission. He didn't, but he wanted to run at that moment. He calls me and goes, yeah, all right, just tell me what it is I got to do getting R by my name. I said, well, how about you be an R? He goes, what's that even mean? I said, well, if you don't know, then we don't need to have the conversation. But the truth be told, there are things that we stand for as a party, but they get lost and they get weak and they get tepid if the fires aren't stoked. we got to stoke those fires. 
And one of the things that stokes a fire, ask any athlete, one of the things that stokes your fire is solid competition. And so Democrat Party, get your act together. I mean, the very idea that we are this far into races for a statewide, like a U.S. Senate race or governor's race, and the Democrats can't even find a candidate? Come on. And the, the Democrats are in court with each other again? Come on. So, Chris England, if you want to come on the show, it's, it's not going to be an ambush. I want to hear what y'all are going to do. I want to hear what's the status of your party. I want to hear why you're in court with each other again. But I'm not going to beat you up for it. I just want to know what's going on because I'm a firm believer, like I said, that we rise to the level of our competition. Just, just There it is. And do I want the Republican, the conservative members of the body especially, to, to, to move forward in the election process? Of course I do. That's, that's my background. What, why would I want anything different? But do I want them to get fat and lazy because they have no reason to worry? No, I don't. And uh, so we we got we to watch out for that. Man, I'll tell you what, lots happened in the news. I told you about Amazon a little while ago. So if you remember back in April, Amazon uh, voted. And I, I look back at the vote. It wasn't even close. It was a margin of two to one, Copper. When they, when they voted not to unionize, it was a two to one margin. Nice. Yeah. Y- do you know what the RWDSU raised as their issue as to why the vote should be reconsidered? What? I'm asking it's, it's, it's I mean, you would think there would be something major. No, that, that, that a, a U.S. Postal Service mailbox had been installed in the parking lot of the uh, fulfillment center, the Amazon Fulfillment Center, during the drive, and it gave the union workers the impression that Amazon had improper access to mailed-in ballots. What? So it just, it's just, it's so lame. But, of course... The National Labor Relations Board, now that we're under a Biden administration, has recommended today that uh, workers of the Amazon warehouse in Bessemer, Alabama, hold a new election to determine whether unionize, even though a margin of two to one, more than two to one, was the was the vote count in April. Well, I've already locked in a guest for tomorrow. You're going to want to hear him too, uh, a guy I've known for years. But he is a he's a he's a he's a big time HR specialist. But his specialty, all by the way, is union negotiations. So this, so so Mike Perkins is going to come on the show tomorrow at three. He is not only uh, an expert at HR law, but he is an expert at um, dealing with union negotiations and attempts to unionize plants and and operations. He, he's a he, he is known nationally for doing that, and he just happens to live here in the listening area. He'll be on the show with us tomorrow. We'll talk in detail about Amazon. It's going to be very interesting. A couple of a couple of news segments. Things you got to know. Things you might want to know. We had a whole segment last week about, um, man, if you're a gun guy or a gun girl, for that matter, if you're a gun person, I'll be fair and equitable. If you're a gun person um, and, 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 and you're a gun fan and you like to shoot, if you're like me, you, you don't go out and shoot near as often because you're afraid you won't be able to get any ammo. You know, I got, I got like my, my reserve that I won't touch. Got to have some for home defense and just in case and, and, and when that gets a little, when it gets a little low, and I get towards that reserve, I guess I'm not going to the range for a while. Well, it's hard to buy bullets right now if you get down to it. And I had some guests on last week. I had Melanie from Bullet and Barrel, and uh, we had a, 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 a interview that that didn't last very long. We lost the connection, but with a gentleman who uh, is the president of the Alabama Rifle and Pistol Association, and they both agreed it's hard to get bullets right now. Well, there's an article that came out today. Uh, the Remington Ammunition Comeback is what it's called. 
And what it's basically saying is Remington, even though Remington uh, went belly up due to some super poor management, I mean, they had... So the previous Remington owners was a company called Cerberus Capital Management. Well, apparently they didn't know what they were doing when it came to the gun industry. You know, there there were a uh, a Huntsville um, location industry. Crying shame. I loved it when Remington moved here. I was hoping the NRA would go ahead and move here. Um, but bring them all. We'll be the gun state. But nonetheless, um, Remington um, went into bankruptcy. The big green brand uh, got tangled up with questions about, you know, lingering lawsuits and other things. All said and done, one of the things that happened here recently is over in Lanoke, Arkansas, they had an ammunition plant. Well, it, it reopened its doors. And they're saying that right now they are churn- they're, they're, they're literally back at 24-7 operations at 80 to 90% production capacity. Um, the, the, the plant is operating and producing millions of rounds per day. The guy who runs the plant says, never in the history of this company has there been more of a demand for our products than there is today. We know it's frustrating that you can't find products on every shelf that it used to be on. But I'll tell you this, very soon we'll be making record levels of ammo. So if you're a, if you're a, if you're a gun owner, if you're a gun enthusiast, if you're a, a sportster, if you like to hunt, whatever the case may be, um, they, they've got a plant right now back in full operation, and I believe this particular plant, plant um, uh, let's see, what do they produce? They are shotgun uh, and, uh, yep, that's right, they're producing uh, shotgun and um, uh, steel and brass. All right, so you, you, you bottom line is you've got, you got all the ammo coming out of there that, that hopefully is going to refill the shelves. That's, that's good news. I'll put that paper down. That was one I saw and I had to pull out because it meant something to me personally. Here's another thing. This is interesting. So I'm sitting here right now in the studio studio. I got the big screen TV on. There's President Biden on the screen right now talking about squinting at the camera, actually squinting at his teleprompter. I had somebody <laughs> send me yesterday I think it was Charlene actually sent me yesterday a copy of a tweet by David Webb, and he said it would make all of our lives a whole lot easier if Biden would just turn the teleprompter around and let us read it for ourselves. Yeah. Um, but The Hill, The Hill magazine today came out with an article that literally says, honeymoon's over. Biden's record may have Americans demanding a divorce. Well, that's interesting. The Hill is not known for being entirely conservative. Um, some would say they write across the board. I would say they tend to lean more left. But the Hill has uh, got some grounds for this. And I'm going to cover down on that and a little bit of Andrew Cuomo when we come back from the next break. So as we head into the break, let me just tell you, if the Hill is saying that the honeymoon's over, the honeymoon may be over. You know, presidents a lot of times get a six-month kind of grace period. Well, six months is up, dude. And um, those of us who didn't appreciate it, from the get-go, have really been watching. Those who came in and decided to give grace for six months, um, even they're losing the love. So, so yeah, we got a lot there. We're going to talk about that, and then I'm going to talk about in the next hour uh, some international relations, things that I think need to be on your radar that probably truthfully haven't been because all they can talk about on the news uh, right now is Andrew Cuomo and COVID, uh, and there's more going on, things that affect you and I things with China and Iran, uh, things that we got to know, things we need our state legislators helping us set up firewalls for, and things that we need to elect solid conservatives to the U.S. Congress and U.S. Senate to defend us against. We'll talk about that more when we come back. Phil Williams, 
News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, Right Side Radio. We'll be right back. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the News Talk powerhouse in North Alabama, the News Talk show for the afternoons in North Alabama is this one, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Hey, listen, I'm Phil Williams. I'm your host. Glad to be with you from 2 to 5 every Monday through Friday. And uh, and this show has been, man, we've been we've been receiving just so many calls and emails. And, uh, and and one of the things we hear once in a while is, hey, how do I advertise on Right Side Radio? Well, listen, it's, it's not hard. Uh, RightSideRadio.org is our website. Check it out. RightSideRadio.org. And you can you can go there and on the contact list, there's a place where you can just click it. And, uh, and then uh, you'll find uh, uh, my, my friend Bobby's phone number and, and just and, or, or email address and just, just contact him. We'll square you away. We had somebody last week that, that did that exact same thing, said, I want to advertise on Right Side Radio because this show fits my lifestyle, my business, and we met with him last week. So listen, uh, it's available to you. And we got other stuff on there too. Anytime you hear something on the show by the next morning, it's on the website, rightsideradio.org. So you can you can pull down the segments, download them like podcasts. Uh, I just saw earlier, I want to say in the first month alone, we had somewhere in the neighborhood of 850 downloads of segments of the show as podcasts. That's cool. Um, we had somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, 1,800 hits on the website. So, yeah, go check it out. Apparently a lot of other people are. Uh, love to have you on the team. bunch of right-side ruffians out there. Um, I am sitting here right now, Copper. Just amazed. I got the TV on. Is the TV on with you? I think it is. Uh, right now, President Biden is is doing a live uh, press conference, taking questions, at least taking them as he sees fit. That's amazing. Um, are you watching that too? No, it's behind me. Okay. So let me just tell you a couple of things that I just observed. Um, uh, he, he is, I would say this, give him credit. He's doing better than usual. <laughs> um, nowhere to go but up there, but, um, but he is, uh, he's fielding questions. It's amazing to me the ridiculous questions. Now, first of all, here's the breaking news. Okay, if, if, folks, if you haven't seen it yet, literally in the last four minutes, uh, President Biden has called upon Governor Andrew Cuomo to resign. That's big doings, all right? So the head of the party has recognized they can't be that party. They can't, they can't be the hashtag Me Too group. They can't be the We Hate Brett Kavanaugh group. They can't be the uh, We're Going to Shoot Down Judge Roy Moore uh, group and not govern themselves, all right? So to their credit, uh, the president of the United States has called on Governor Andrew Cuomo to resign, and roughly around the same time, I guess in concert with each other, uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has also called on Governor Cuomo to resign. So um, his days may be numbered. And I remember distinctly what it was like uh, serving in the legislature through the um, the Bentley years, and uh, I had a personal relationship with uh, Governor Robert Bentley. Um, I hated to see uh, his personal life fall apart the way it did, uh, and, and, I, and I wound up being in the odd position, uh, the very uncomfortable position 
of having to chair the subcommittee to develop the, the impeachment procedures for the Alabama State Senate because had it gone to that point, it was going to be a very open trial. The way it works in our state legislature, and there had never been, it had never been done. There was almost an impeachment, I want to say 120 years ago, but the person resigned. In this case, there was almost an impeachment here. What would happen is the state house of representatives would have referred the articles of impeachment after a hearing at their own level, would have referred the articles of impeachment to the state Senate, where the Senate body would have conducted itself much like a jury. The lieutenant governor would have had to step aside probably and have someone come in because the lieutenant governor basically has something to gain if the governor leaves. So the lieutenant governor would have stepped aside. We would have appointed a, a justice, I believe, of the uh, state Supreme Court to preside as a judge, and there would have been an actual trial. And it would have been a very open and public and scandalous trial of, of, of Governor Robert Bentley, and that would have been awful. Awful for the state, awful for him, certainly, awful for his family, certainly nothing anybody wanted, but yet it had gotten to the point that it was so distracting to the ability to govern that um, the idea that he would resign became the thing that everybody was hoping would happen just to save the entire state from the embarrassment and, uh, and his family as well, which was, which was painful to watch from inside the bubble. It was just painful. All said and done, it's happening right now. So I'm wondering, is AL.com going to do all the things they did back during the, uh, the Bentley years? Is it going to be the LoveGov? Are they going to turn on their, their, their Emmy award-winning uh, uh, Cuomo? Are they going to go on CNN and actually say something about it? They can't ignore it now. They cannot even ignore it now. That's the thing. They, they, they can't get away from it now. So you've got all of this going on by the governor who has been one of the most restrictive and totalitarian in the entire nation during the pandemic. Oh, look at you now. Won your Emmy, wrote your book, and, and now uh, it's, 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 it's turning out to be not so great to work with Cuomo. And um, innocent until proven guilty. I get it. The interesting thing is the party is not a court. The party decides what's a distraction in the election season, and they see Cuomo as a distraction, and they want him out of the way. That's what's happening. So, yep, that's news right now. Um, the other thing I just saw, which I'll talk about more when I get back, was the way – uh, President Biden just deflected when Peter Ducey from Fox asked him about COVID and the fact that we have an unfettered amount of folks streaming across the southern border with COVID and no testing. What are we doing about it? Uh, when we get back, I'll tell you what the president just said. It may surprise you. Uh, it was weak, to say the least. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, going into our last hour. Plenty of news to talk about. We'll be right back after this.